What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And a quick reminder, we are in February, so that means to play Hitman Season 1 and For Honor, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of those games. And our game randomly picked uh, Game of the Month is Soul Calibur 6. Make sure to play that, come back at the end of the month for Game of the Month. We will talk about that as well. Also, we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. If you're listening to us, you want to check us out on YouTube, check us out at Tasty Loot Gaming. We film every single episode. So originally, we were thinking about maybe covering some of the Final Fantasy XIV announcements that were shown off at the event in Paris? Yeah, FanFest. FanFest. Um, we're going to hold off on that till TasteCast because I think there's enough stuff there to talk about in a longer form. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be a little responsible and not sit here and talk about it for like an hour. So with that, we have two bits of news. Uh, let's get into the first bit of news. All right. So with the Division 2 around the corner, uh, we got some discussion on their plan for Endgame. Uh, reason this is coming up is because they they brought up with the Division 1 that uh, you had this great journey to level 30 and then a lack of activities to do at the end. And then by the time they were able to get around to implementing new features and making it a more robust Endgame, people had kind of experienced burnout and left. So they want to prevent that with this one and one of their approaches to that is going to be a to bring in all those features that they added to the first game and then uh the next thing they want to do is they want to introduce a faction that shows up after you go through the campaign of division two and will start retaking over parts of dc and one of the sections of the dark zone to which i believe there are three sections and that'll be called the occupied dark zone um the faction is called the black tusk uh, and a lo- the other thing they want to add is um, once you hit end game, you will also unlock new specializations that further enhance your character, like power weapons, uh, grenade launcher, heavy sniper rifle, and crossbow. Which I think they showed off in early uh, trailers for the game. And I think yeah. like at E3 or something like that, they showed off the crossbow. I didn't realize it was actually going to be end game. Yeah, I didn't either. But yeah, that's I mean that's pretty much them addressing. You know, obviously, they're trying to learn from the past and, and making a fuller game at the beginning. So what do we think? So you said that they're going to take back sections that are not in the Dark Zone? As well. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. So I watched a video recently that was talking about how there was, like, um, like locations to take over. And at first I was like, well, it's kind of an Ubisoft thing. That's interesting that you're going to be able to essentially take forts. You see that a lot in like Far Cry and I guess most Ubisoft games, fucking Ghost Recon, uh, Wildlands and all sorts of shit. It's pretty standard nowadays. But in a game like this and like a faux MMO, I was wondering what the point of that is outside of it's if it was just a mission. Like, oh, go in there and destroy you know, all the bullshit and kill all the people there and then you should be done with it. But it's really interesting to hear that um, I almost feel like you might be moving over into a separate... Uh, section of the game uh, maybe a different instance of the game at that point because then in what would normally just be an open world that a bunch of people are running around and running into each other um in that 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 will open up where people can start attacking the things you already take or have taken mm-hmm. which i think is actually a really cool idea i'll be really interested to see how they pull that off but um it's really good that they're they're looking at the longevity of the game because not only with the division, but with these kind of games in general, it's the biggest complaint. Yeah. The games are always solid; they always play really well. But then you beat it, and you're done. 
because they they have these ideas of MMOs during the gameplay, but they don't do what MMOs do, which is present you with stuff to, to keep you in the game after you've beaten it. Because they're still thinking of these games as the division, the division two, the division three. They want you to buy the next one. So they're not they're not actually thinking about the longevity as much as they want to say they are. So it's it is actually kind of cool that this has been the biggest topic that they've been talking about when it comes to the division two. So obviously they heard people say what they had to say about it and they're thinking about it and it's cool they're even offering up information on this. I also really like the idea that there will be specializations to unlock when you beat the game because that's something to work towards, which is longevity which is end game um and it's exciting new features to the game new ways to play it um the dark zone i wasn't a huge fan of it in the original i kind of like the concept but is a little too like griefer uh accessible um so hopefully they've rethought it up or rethought about how they're going to do it i'm sure they have but um especially with you know what they're already talking about now but uh but overall, it, it sounds cool. Um, this is already a game that I'm I'm pretty excited about uh, picking up. Uh, the more it's like closing in, I'm getting more excited about playing it because I actually did like the division. I just stopped playing it um, at the end. I've heard from a couple people, Omixai, being one of them, that uh, they actually did improve the game quite a bit after the vanilla content, which we pretty much mm-hmm. beat and then we're done with it. Same thing we did with Destiny. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's 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 good. This is kind of a kind of a genre that's still in that safe zone between just a normal game and an MMO and they're and they're still trying to feel it out. I think Destiny 2 is a way better game than Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. Um Anthem is is yet to be seen yet. You know, I don't got a whole lot of hype for it, but some people are excited to play it and uh we'll hope that that is is good and hopefully has some longevity to it. And then uh the Division 2, you know, it's the second one now, so they've had a chance to put out a product and uh learn from it. So hopefully it uh works out for them and us because I want to play a game I really enjoy. God damn it. Um, yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with everything you said there. I uh, I am glad to see uh, the industry in general, but but Ubisoft uh, lately uh, embracing longevity of their games. and uh, Big time. And I think that's very important, uh, especially when you are doing something like a full MMO, um, because you need, you need to keep people in there and like me and you experienced with you know the two major players in this genre uh it was a fun ride but then there's nothing to do yeah and so they, they are fun games yeah the only thing they're really missing to make them like awesome is just end game yeah. that's all they're missing they're already great yeah and you know and as someone who who plays like final fantasy 14 a lot right now uh that's there's so much to do in the end game that I have something to do every time I log in. So that is definitely something. Um, I hope these guys, you know, not just these guys, but anyone tackling this genre in general uh, really takes heart because it is important to keep people in your game. Otherwise they're going to bounce to the next game after that. And though that might be good for like people like us who want to try a little bit of everything. It's not good keeping your community alive if people are getting bored. So I'm glad they're thinking about it. And it's just kind of amazing too, because there's a bunch of games out there that are less ambitious, in my opinion, that have more longevity in these kind of games. These kind of games are AAA made games, so the production's really high. They're really cinematic. Uh, they have great graphics, and they have cool mechanics. But all that production going into all those high end features and and graphics, you get less uh, 
I don't know, playability, which is kind of a weird thing. You still get plenty, but like you can play like, you know, a JRPG and kind of do the same things over and over again and play that game forever. Yeah. Uh, you can play a lot of indie games that just have like hundreds of hours of content, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and that's because, you know, they had a good idea. They found a way. I mean, even look at like Diablo three when it first came out, you beat it and you would just go repeat the same shit over and over again. And then later they created a way to keep playing the game mm-hmm. essentially forever. Um, you know, outside of... And then seasons. And then seasons, yeah. So there's a lot to be learned from that kind of uh, feature in a game. Like, th- that's something that I think is really interesting that none of these games have cracked yet. That kind of, like, endless end game that, that you can keep uh, um, supporting um, easier for them as developers to, to keep that up because it can't be easy constantly making brand new content no i don't I, I wouldn't assume that either though uh it's funny after saying seasons that is something i think this this genre of game could uh adapt into their their games though pretty easily call of duty does it so i mean like well and most uh battle royals do it mm-hmm. i think as well um and i think uh mobas and uh obviously diablo does so diablo games it, yeah. it is it's just a it's a real smart system because you get new prizes you know uh per season type yeah. of thing so even if you're like taking a small break from the game one season might come out and you're like oh it looks really cool and you might hop back in so. it, it works yeah. though like i uh i burnt myself out on call of duty i played it quite a bit i got to the sixth uh um, prestige and uh a new gun just got unveiled in the uh in the new um well you know the way they do their seasons they just added some more shit to it and there's a new gun in there and now i'm like i kind of want to hop back in there and get that yeah. So, and it's smart because it, you know, I'm not. Even, I'm honestly not thinking about the game. I'm trying to play other games right now. It's really nice. I can play whatever the fuck I want right now. And uh, I see that. I'm like, for okay. a couple more weeks. Yeah. For yeah. I got a <laughs> Metro Exodus and um, oh shit, uh, Far Cry. Far Cry. Yeah. Same day. So fucked up. <laughs> um, the fifteenth. But uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot of things to be learned, and hopefully we do see something like that soon in these kind of games because that is the biggest weakness of these games. Other than that, you know, I really enjoy these types of games. So sure. I think most people do. We're all kind of on the same page when it comes to that. Yeah, and I think because of the experience of of the burnout, um, I haven't been keeping such a close eye on games like this and Anthem right now, just because I'm yeah. kind of like I kind of already know what what kind it of is. Ex- and that's my thing with Anthem too, is I and not to get into that too much, but like it was exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. So I already assume you know I know what what I'm getting into. Where's the, where's the fucking where's the features? Where's the wow factor? Where's the thing that's gonna make me go? Yeah. I, I need to play that game. Um, so time and, will tell. Yeah, time will tell. Let us know in the comments what do you think about the Division 2's uh, new philosophy on Endgame, things that they've learned. What do you think about the things they've talked about so far, people recapturing things you've taken, the Dark Zone. Uh, what do you think about um, special abilities being unlocked at Endgame? What would you like to see them do for the Endgame? And what do you think could fix these games when it comes to Endgame and longevity? What would you like to see be added to any of these games? Um, and and how do you think it would... Uh, uh, I don't know. What would you like to stick around in these games longer, or do you think they're fine the way they are? Let, let us know everything you think about when it comes to the Division Two and faux MMOs in general. Um, second bit of news is kind of a hodgepodge of a lot of different information because this thing kind of hit really fast and out of nowhere. But I'm sure at this point you already know that Respawn Entertainment, the guys who have made Titanfall and Titanfall Two, originally came from um, uh, Infinity Ward, uh, made the Call of Duty series, have just dropped uh, as of Monday. Um, 
uh, Apex Legends, which is a battle royal game. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to the quartering. He actually broke this story and then games journalism took the story and didn't credit him, which I thought was really fucked up. Um, but he got the information, released it. So, and in that short of time, I think it was like Friday that, that this was even, uh, talked about, um, the game has already fully released. Um, the game was shown off uh, Monday, uh, and then the game was released as well. It came out on PC, PS4, and Xbox. Um, and yeah, in the first uh, eight hours, it got one million players. Um, so, which is crazy. Also, servers are like perfect. Um, so yeah, what uh, is this game? It takes part in the uh, Titanfall universe, um, although this game has no wall running or mechs in it. Uh, which has been a big point of contention. Uh, there are 20 teams of three in this. Uh, it is a hero shooter. Um, so every character that you pick has their own um, abilities. Um, there's a bunch of weapons. And it's a lot of what you would expect from a Battle Royale game. Uh, one thing that's interesting, too, when it comes to this game is how the game just got released out of nowhere. It was not talked about. It was not hinted towards. And... Um, yeah, they dropped it. So uh, a couple things out of that is um, it was speculated that they were working on Titanfall 3. They've confirmed they have not even started working on Titanfall 3. So that is not it's not a thing. Some people are upset about that. Some people don't care about that. Uh, they've been working on this. The reason they did not talk about this game is, and this is interesting, is because they know that EA, uh, their public um, image, is tarnished right now. And they thought it'd be a very bad move for them PR-wise to tell people that Titanfall 3 is not being made and they're working on a Battle Royale game. So they decided to just put it out and let it speak for itself. Um, yeah, so uh, with all that information, what do we think about Respawn creating um, a Battle Royale game in the Titanfall universe, uh, dropping it out of nowhere without any kind of um, uh, you know teasers or trailers? Um, and what do we think about no Titanfall 3? And uh, we think the longevity of this game, I, I've been saying longevity a lot this episode, uh, will be. Obviously, Battle Royals are still very popular, but we talk often about how long you think this is going to last. Uh, they've been working on this for a while, so it's kind of interesting that it's dropping now. And uh, do you think there's room for it? Um, and also, uh, what do you think about uh, having specialized characters in a Battle Royal game? Uh, okay, so uh, Titanfall, th- Titanfall, right? I- Completely. <laughs> Titanfall, yeah. Forgot the name. Or, uh, yeah, so Titanfall 3 not coming out, or at least not being made right now. Uh, you know, it was kind of disappointing to hear, but at the same time, you know, there was no reason to believe it was either. So um, I can't really be mad at them for that. Um, also, to expect one company to make one game over and over and over again is kind of silly. You got to let them kind of stretch out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the genre, I am not a fan of Battle Royale games. That does not mean that I hate Battle Royale games. I do think that there is room for them. Plenty of people play them, obviously. And uh, I think that as people, you know, get involved in whatever genre, uh, they get to add their own flair to it and eventually kind of fine tunes and, and they, you know, can bring something to the table. And Respawn is one of those companies that has brought things to the table uh, for years and years and years mm. and uh I, you had talked to me about the game a little bit uh you know before we recorded this yeah transparency i've played it yeah it sounds like they brought things to the table that aren't in other battle royal games so yeah um not surprising also i have to throw this out there triple a made 
free to play. Oh yeah, I didn't mention that's free to play battle royal game versus you know PUBG's pay for. Uh, Black Ops 4 is technically pay for. There is rumors it might go free to play though. And which would be smart. The blackout mode at least. Currently is not. Yeah. And then uh, you know Fortnite's free, but not everyone wants to play a cartoony version of one of these. So yeah. um, also the fact that they're doing the hero thing kind of makes sense. Uh, you know it. There's room for it in in this genre because. Right now, you you have a character with cosmetics and whatnot, but it's just all about like the stuff you pick up. As for this, you have like a character you play, um, and it does add to. And I think I read it in there as well. Uh, you can st- strategize with your other two teammates to kind of like uh, try to co mingle your abilities to kind of make this fine tuned machine to do this with. And I think that is something that we're not seeing a lot of, mm. which I think is really smart as well. Um, oh, I've, I mean, I've played pretty much every battle royal game, and if you get with a uh, it's funny if you get with a team who talk like everybody's really like surprised like oh shit these guys aren't just going to talk shit to me cool and then they start like working with you and then instantly they want to friend you because it's so rare in those games yeah. most people just run off on their own or they're in a party with one other dude in your group of four and those two just go and do their own fucking thing or you get with like three people and they're all friends and fucking one just shoots you so it's like that's one thing that i feel like in battle royal modes uh something that's missing is uh a slowed down, more tactical and communicative um, uh, experience. That's not communicative. Is that a fucking word? Um, Whatever. Communication. Uh, <laughs> that it, it's just it's it's not really there unless you're already playing with friends and you're already like you know planning on hopping in together. Yeah. You know, playing with random people, it it, it becomes um, it is difficult to to get that going. Yeah, for sure. Um, to comment on their. Uh, approach to, release strategy to, yeah there you go release strategy um i don't have a strong opinion about it but it does make sense because i uh, i think uh anyone who thinks ea is in a good spot right now uh in public image is been living has been living under a rock um they themselves have, have been uh saying and doing the wrong things as well as uh multiple companies under their umbrella and I'm sure Respawn didn't want to be attached to that uh, <clears throat> growing disaster there. So um, it is weird that they came out and outright said that because that's, yeah. that's their uh, where they make their money from. <laughs> but well, it shows a, se- a sense of self awareness. They didn't say that without talking with EA about that, right? right. So I mean, well, they didn't go out and say EA sucks. They just said. Yeah. The public is unhappy. Shit's complicated. Yeah, so want to overcomplicate it. um, And I I do think sometimes it's easy to forget that the companies that are owned by these mega companies um, are not inherently necessarily like this of the same mind. They're just a you know a building full of employees that happen to get paid by this guy. So um, you know unless they come out and, and start their own shit show. Uh, you i assume they're they're just dudes trying to make a cool game and uh hopefully this does work for them i think uh the smartest thing they could have done is 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 the free to play aspect of this though and i think it showed with them getting so many players so quickly so and i have to say too it is a triple a game i assumed it would be yeah it's it's i was playing and i was like this is free to play that's fucking crazy like if blackout wasn't going to go free to play they're going to have to now because i don't necessarily necessarily think this is going to do anything to PUBG or Fortnite, but it's absolutely going up against blackout because yeah. it's a similar experience, but it's completely different too. 
but you don't got to pay for this and you're getting a similar experience and a shitload of cosmetics you already unlock. Yep. There's a lot of content there already. Yeah. And, uh, it being, you know, Titanfall, the guns will all be fun. I'm sure. So, Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll hop in real fast and just kind of go over all the questions I asked you because there's a lot to this. I think their um, release strategy was really smart. I think it's very self-aware, and I think it also protects EA as well as themselves. Um, if the game's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. If you release it and people are just like, oh, shit, well, I guess I'll go try it. It's free to play. It's better than going months ahead. You know, I know you guys really like Titanfall 2. We're not doing that. We're doing a Battle Royal game. And then people start going, what the fuck, dude? And then start bitching and people get really upset. And it just builds up fervor, right? So I think it was very smart of them. I've never actually seen a company. Uh, I'm sure a lot of them have done this. But them being so transparent about that is very interesting. I think it's very smart. And I think it's cool that they even talked about that. Um, it's a great way to go about it. Um, as for... Uh, them doing a battle royal game when people were expecting Titanfall three. Look, I'm I'm a huge fan of Vince Zampella um, since the Call of Duty days. Um, they revolutionized first person shooters alone, um, and uh, respawn with Titanfall. I love the first Titanfall. I love the second Titanfall, and I would love a third Titanfall. And we'll still get it. I guarantee we'll still get a Titanfall three unless this game does so bad they lose fucking money. Um, or just so well that they don't want to make one anymore. That would kind of suck too. But uh, I'm sure it's still in the plans. Um, so, you know, originally they kind of made it sound like this was uh, like a side project, but they came out and said, this is not, this is what they've been working on when it comes to Titanfall. Um, as for the people who are upset that this doesn't have mechs and wall running, it would have been cool to see that. I think uh, a battle royal with mechs would have been pretty cool too. And you may in the future. And it may in the future too. I mean, if this is what they're working on, they, I mean, they got they got uh, plans for the future uh, real quick. They got uh, battle passes they're going to be putting out. Uh, they're going to be adding new legends, which is their heroes. There's already eight in the game. Uh, new weapons and new loot. So they already have stuff planned for it, um, I'm and sure. Seasons. And seasons. So uh, they're they're going, you know, hard on this. They're going to be going for the long haul. Um, but, uh, but as for, like, People being upset about essentially, well, it's a Titanfall game, so where's where's the Titanfall stuff at? Well, if we're gonna talk about the lore of the world, um, only pilots do that shit. They already made an experimental game with the first Titanfall that was an online only versus game that had a story intermingled with it, which I thought was really interesting, but it just didn't work. You know exactly how it should have. Titanfall two was perfect. That's what they need to do. There's a single player that was actually really good, and the multiplayer is really good. This isn't even called Titanfall. It's just in the same universe. Yeah. There's more to Titanfall than the pilots who can uh, use mechs mm -hmm. and run on walls, which is a very cool part, and hopefully we get more of that. I'm with you guys. I love Titanfall. But that this is more of like in that universe, there's a competition called Apex Legends where people fight each other and get rewarded and get famous for it. It just expands the universe, mm -hmm. in my opinion. So it doesn't bother me. It's its, it's, its own thing. The... Uh, the movement in the game is really good. Like traversing uh, over terrain is really smooth like you'd expect. It's got some cool things about it. Like if you're running down a hill and you press the crouch button, you'll slide down it really fucking fast. You can put your gun in your holster and run faster than normal. Um, there's a character that uh, one of their passive perks is when they get shot at while running, they run faster. So it gets you out of uh, situations faster. Um, 
there's a lot of really cool ideas here that you're still getting from the guys who thought up Titanfall. There's a lot of really cool uh, perks and passives and stuff to every character. Um, I played, uh, I think his name's Gibraltar or something like that, and he's a big tank type dude. His passive, oh shit, I forgot what it was, but his uh, active ability is a bubble shield. They can throw it down for 15 seconds. No one can shoot in or out of it, but it, you know if you're getting shot at in uh, a battle royal game, it's pretty normal. You're running out of field and someone starts t- popping shots at, or popping shots at you. Uh, so it's not that nice to have. And then he also has um, like a uh, um, where you have a bunch of missiles fucking hit an area, uh, like an airstrike, airstrike yeah. type thing, which is really useful as well. So there's a lot of really cool um, uh, ways to play this. It also has a lot of really um, uh, really cool communication systems to it. That uh, if you hit R1, you can ping something, anything. If you double hit R1, I'm talking about PS4. Um, you can um, you can ping enemies, which is huge for me because in a lot of games, some people aren't as good about explaining their surroundings as other people. And this, you can just literally ping the dude. And so it's, it's really helpful. And there's all sorts of systems where you can ping like uh, ammo, guns or whatever, and it'll show your teammates that. And then if they run up or if they hit R1 and look at it and call dibs so people know they're going to go grab it, you can actually, after grabbing something someone pinged, you can hit a button to thank them. So there's a lot of really cool systems in place for communication, which mm-hmm. I think is huge. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to the direction they went as long as we still get a Titanfall. Um, you know, this is its own thing. I'd like to see if this is Apex Legends and it's just connected in the universe. It's its own thing. I don't even look at it as a Titanfall game. I think people are going really hard on that. I really just think it's just it's just a game within the same universe. Mm. It's not even called Titanfall. It's not Titanfall Apex Legends. It's Apex Legends, and it's part of that universe. So right. um, I'm I'm just talking about that specifically because a lot of that i think that's the biggest thing people are like really having a negative opinion on because otherwise people have played it and they're really liking it i've played as well i really liked it uh my first match i got fucking first place which was awesome uh it's just like you are the champion and i was like fucking dope i just like <laughs> i just like sloppily fucking made it through that match with a team that knew what they're doing so um but yeah uh so to surmise all of that um as a as them jumping into the genre i don't know if it's a smart move or not because i don't know where battle royals are at as of right now i know they're making a shitload of money still that's why people are doing it but i don't know how long they're going to be lasting so it does feel slightly late but people said the same thing about blackout um as for the game itself it plays really well i'm really enjoying it it's probably i've only played one match but it already feels like probably one of the better battle royals i've ever played uh the guns are awesome um a lot of them are from titanfall 2 which is cool because the devotion is my favorite gun from titanfall 2 and i picked that thing up and i was like fuck yes i love this gun um and they've added guns too which is cool and uh and the characters and um their abilities is a really cool touch uh being in a team of uh three people is interesting especially when there's only 20 teams uh so what is that i'm not doing math um 60 60 there you go um yeah 20 times three that makes sense uh (laughs) um which i think i think works really well the the map size and the amount of enemies gives you enough time to kind of run around and uh, do your own thing and then get into firefights you don't feel like you're being crowded constantly unless you landed another really interesting thing about this game um you know in every battle royal when you're in something got to drop out and you parachute down in this 
somebody is randomly selected on your team as the like launch leader and the rest of the team is looking around and they can call out spots and you can go like, yeah, I agree with that. You can hit R1 as well or you can be like, no, and then talk to that one or point at that one and they'll be like, eh. and then you decide when all three of you launch and then you control where you guys land. So you're, you are stuck together at least yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Um, also in the beginning of the game too, it randomly selects who gets to pick the character first. So you can't have duplicates in your team. And uh, it's interesting because it shows a countdown and it shows what people are clicking on, what they want. And then you can kind of switch that up and there's a timer. And then when this person picks, it shows the character they picked. And then the next one shows them and then you. So it's a lot of really interesting things in this. I can talk about it for a while. I'm going to play it more to give you guys a better impression um, uh, when, when, I, uh, when I get there. But overall, it's interesting. It's exciting for me. And I think it's a really interesting move on their part. I'm a big fan of response. I'm a little biased. But uh, I hope this does well for them. Um, hopefully their monetization, the way they make money, is not shitty. It seems so far that you can either pay in-game currency or real currency for items, uh, which I don't have a problem with as long as it's not a crazy steep uh, amount in-game. So um, both. This sounds a lot like uh, MOBAs then. Yeah it's, yeah, it's both. You can keep playing the game. You also get... Uh, <sighs> the only thing about this game I'm not happy with is it has loot boxes. So it's like the first time I've seen anyone go back to that since the big, and it's an EA game, which sucks um, for them to go back and do that. But, uh, but you do get those as you play the game. So, um, and they have random items in them, but you also get uh, currency to buy things. So I'm going to play it more to see how that is. Um, but so far it's cool. And um, I'd like to see more companies kind of just drop games like this. I think it's kind of an interesting way to do it because there's no time for any kind of like opinion making. It's just, it's there and you can play it. I think it's better with free to play games though. Cause if you just drop like a $6 game out of nowhere and be like, okay, buy it. I'd be like, okay, well, what the fuck is it? Yeah. Especially, you know, no one's had a chance to review it or anything yet too. So that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah there's no reviews for this. Yeah. They'll be coming now, but yeah, yeah everyone will already have uh, delved into it by that point so yeah so uh, yeah i do get it with the free-to-play stuff but yeah at a 60 dollar price point uh you kind of need the advertising i think yeah to, yeah, yeah yeah unless it was like a new halo game that's dropped nobody's gonna care about that it's already established but if it's like a I game i still think it hurt him more than it would, it, it would yeah no i agree, I agree. Yeah. i'm just saying that's the only way i think you could do it yeah but dropping a game like this or even like a $20 game yeah. uh, out of nowhere like that is is really interesting. I, but I also I, – I, I'm just really kind of like blown away they decided to do it like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I get it because EA is probably one of the most hated companies out there right now. Although yeah. they have plenty of competition right now with other fucking gaming companies because there's a lot of them that people are pissed at. Yeah. Seems to be a trend right now. Yeah. Shout out to 4A Games, though, uh, making the whole Metro thing um, a little better. One guy came out, talked a bunch of shit because he was pissed. People are saying, we're not buying Metro on fucking Epic Game Store. And he's like, fine, fuck you. You don't want to buy this? Then we'll just not bring it to PC ever again. And 4A's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this guy doesn't speak for us. Yeah. Neither does he speak for Deep Silver. This will keep coming out on PC. Like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Or whatever the media company that owns it. It starts with a K. I can't remember now. I don't know. I know Deep Silver owns it. He, the, they also have a parent company. That's a, oh, probably. Yeah, they all do. Coda or Koa or something like that. Media. Yeah. So. Something like that. But uh, but good on them because there's so much outrage right now when it comes to um, 
developers and their parent companies so i'm glad for it, it wasn't just like yeah he's right fuck you guys because i'm so used to that shit that's a whole other topic that we could have talked about but i wanted to skip over that yeah. um yeah anything else we want to say on uh apex legends it's kind of too early to say to be honest so just yeah. kind of wait and see uh I, I will be interested to see how this affects them because like you said you know it Stuff like this, you know, they could make a lot of money off it, but they could also dump a lot of resources into it, similar to a certain uh, other Battle Royale game that didn't have a chance to make any money before the company went under. So, Yeah, that was a last-ditch effort, though. The game came out and it was, like, complete. Like, there was, like, grass in buildings and shit still, like, because they hadn't put the floors in with no textures and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that was actually kind of sad to watch because well, I played trying that. to dig themselves out of their hole. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that yeah, that really fucking sucked to watch happen because that game was kind of cool. Now though, when I'm looking at all the battle royals that are coming out right now, I don't think it would have stood a chance. Probably not because it had some cool ideas, but like this has a lot of cool ideas. And Blackout just fucking works, it plays mm-hmm. really well. And then there's the ones that were established. Anyway, I'm sure anybody who hates battle royals probably hates how long this has gone on for. So we should probably wrap this up. Uh, can't wait to play more. I hope uh you guys get a chance to try it too. It's free to play, so you have nothing to lose. And uh, free advertising, I guess, for Respawn, my bad. And, uh, yeah, let us know in the comments. First off, let's just get out of the way. What do you think about Battle Royale games? What do you think about the state of Battle Royale games? How long do you think think they're going to last? What do you think about Respawn uh, and their um, release strategy of uh, not telling anybody about this game and just dropping it, uh, you know, day of announcing it, going, this game, you can play it right now. Um, You see that sometimes at E3. A game will get shown. They're like, it's released it now. It does happen during convention. Every once stuff, in a yeah. while. So they kind of took that approach. Normally indie games, though, that do that. Mm. Um, what do you think about their system? Do you think it's different enough to carve out its own slice in the Battle Royal Pie? Uh, you know, heroes, uh, the the way you can communicate in the game, three people on a team, 20 teams. And uh, what would you like to see Battle Royale games do to get you interested? I would kind of like to see some kind of uh, slight progression. I know the game does not work. The game mode does not work too well in that sense. But I think if you did something like Dark Souls where you had like very small stat changes over time, it'd be kind of cool. And then maybe put a ranked mode. So if people are um, further progressed, um, they couldn't go against people who are just starting. That hurts the longevity of the game because then new players years later are way behind. Yeah, I've seen I've seen games with ranked though fucking last for a long time. So it would just be how they would do it. Yeah. But yeah, just throwing the idea out there because that's the one thing I think Battle Royale games are really missing for me is some kind of uh, progression that's not just close. It's a tricky thing, but someone can figure it out. And people are like, you can't do it. Uh, you're just giving up at that point. Um yeah, let me think. Uh, let me think. Let me know everything you think about Apex Legends and Battle Royals and Respawn in general. That's going to do it for this episode of Taste Tuesday on Taste Loop Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe and enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check out uh, my streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai. All one word. Hit the notification button. And when I go live, I also stream on this channel as well. If you don't want to go over stri- or Twitch, um, you can watch them here. They're also archived here. Uh, we have Discord link down below. Uh, talk to us anytime, all the time. And we're on 
iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us. Uh, hopefully, you got a chance to check out the intro and stick around for the outro as well. As always, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And uh, until the next episode, which should be Taste Cast. Uh, have a great week, guys, and take it easy.